0: We're now pouring our sample milks. Alright, so this first one, um, I poured two cups of almond, organic almond, Malk. It's It's called Malk. That's the
1: brand. Okay. I say Malk, but I've never heard the people who made it say it, so I don't know. You say Malk? Yeah, it's just, it seems like it requires less effort than Malk. 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna chug this. Alright, me too. Oh!
0: Mmm. This is like something you have to eat to prep for surgery. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, that that tasted a little bit like licking paper. Okay. The the cup was was tastier than the the almond milk.
1: Okay. Hello, and welcome to Vegan Sympathizer. I'm Vance, and I am indeed a vegan, and I'm sitting here right now with a man who styles himself as the Vegan Sympathizer. His name is Don, and I'm going to ask him to explain right now why he calls himself the Vegan Sympathizer. Don, why do you call yourself the Vegan Sympathizer? Hey, Vance. This this already
0: is reminding me of the two thousand year old man interview. Um, I'm I'm gonna just. I know I've known you for a long time, and we've known each other for a long time. And you um, became vegan um, without sort of you know notifying anyone about it. And um, you, it was interesting to me. It was interesting to me. And and at the first. It seemed a little crazy and I, I've come to sympathize and I've come to see the see see uh, the virtue of, of, of some of your ways and and I'm, I'm curious so um, I've started experimenting a little bit um, and reading about it and looking at recipes and uh, that makes me a vegan sympathizer and so that's how I thought um, would be a good a good idea for one of these um, podcasty things okay Great. In this podcast, what we're going to do is I'm going to kind of gradually learn and and taste actual replacements for the foods that I've been eating. Um, That that people like me, lunkheads who love meat um, and and eat burgers. And uh, the other night I had a burger with an egg on it and it was great. Um, But I know that it's not the greatest thing in the long run, I I, I know that there are substitutes, I've had an Impossible Burger and it was really good, um, I did have cheese on it, um, but um, how did, you know, how did you make your conversion and how did, uh, you know, how did
1: that work? Well, uh, just as briefly as I can, I, uh, I had always kind of had this, this problem eating meat that, um... It was subtle, but I felt like there was a little bit of a dissonance that I had to, I enjoyed eating meat, but I had to kind of compartmentalize and not think about certain things when I ate meat because I didn't want to think about where it came from or why. And uh, I always said, well, I can't go vegetarian because I hate vegetables and I love meat. And it was just, it was a great way of keeping that, at bay. So you you love me like regular. Can I say normal person? Is that offensive? Like a normal person. Although I was always abnormal, but in that way, I was what you would consider normal. For me, um, I you know I saw.
0: I mean, I, I'm just also kind of kind of grossed out by when seeing how animals are, are are farmed and treated and. But you know, the cruelty of the animals just it was never a deal breaker for me. You know, it was it was like, Okay, that's how we get our food, you know. And right. um, um then I, I did I did I got a sneak peek at this documentary that's coming out about elite athletes. Game changers,
1: yeah.
0: Who like the, the strongest people, you know, the endurance athletes and fighters and they're all eating plant based diets and they, they showed their their blood and it's cleaner and clearer and they're they're, they're actually stronger. I was like, okay I I could get into that. Um, So, um, But you know, I was, while watching this movie and getting very excited about it, maybe we can talk about it another time when it comes out um, I was kind of crying about I won't be able to have any more chorizo.
1: (laughs) I was like literally like weeping. Um... (laughs) Yeah, well, I know what you're talking about because I was definitely there. One of the things that I loved was pepperoni pizza and I was working in a place where I always got pepperoni pizza for lunch and got plenty of pepperoni on it. You know, you could get it by the slice and I had the person serving me the pizza who was a vegetarian and also was one of the people who convinced me that I wanted to go vegetarian. Um, just put fewer pepperoni on it every week so that I was down to getting a piece of pizza with ah. one pepperoni num you take one type pepperon- the pepperoni yeah and so uh, so that was like a slow process but vegan I knew I just wanted to be sure that when I got there I could say you know you've had every chance to live it up you've so now from here on you're going to be vegan, uh, you're going to live your life without cheese, and that was the main thing that Cheese, yeah. Was going to, we, we can have a whole episode on that too, that I just couldn't conceive how I could live without without cheese, and what was your favorite cheese? Uh, Munster, probably. Really? Yeah. Yeah. See? I like, you know, I like a good sharp, you know, cheddar. Well, I like the sharp cheddar too, but, um, the joke is that when I, when I actually stopped eating cheese, uh, after a few weeks, I was looking back on this person who had been obsessed with the cheese and I was like, what was that about? What, where, that? I have no craving, and I've never had a craving to, to okay. have cheese. I've been vegan now for almost 20 years, so. Okay. And I'm more healthy than I was when I was vegetarian. Yeah, I'm, I feel much better. and I. I, well, that's a, that's I the think other I think I'd like to have a see a time travel fight between me, the vegan, and really? me, because, the because you know
0: I want to be honest. I mean, when I've gone to the vegan events with you, it hasn't been like a showcase of like beautiful <laughs> physiques,
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, that's because that's my friends. That's <laughs> I, okay. just, I don't like hanging out with people that can beat me up. So I was a vegetarian uh, for many years, oh. uh, and when we first met. Uh, I was still vegetarian. I didn't know. Okay. But I was see that's the thing. As a vegetarian, I was quiet about it because, you know, I didn't want to, didn't want to, overstep my bounds or get in anybody's face or any of that. But now I'm getting in everybody's face because I went vegan, which happened because I wrote a book or I did a book of cartoons called The Joy of Soy, which I took to promote at this event called Vegetarian Summerfest which I knew I would be able to go there and you know, be among fellow vegetarians and I wouldn't have to worry about those crazy vegans who are uh-huh. all, they have no sense of humor and no perspective and
0: yeah. always
1: throwing paint on people and all this stuff. So I went there and it was a trick Don, it was a trick. Why? Because it was actually <laughs> a bunch of vegans who were calling themselves vegetarian in order to lure people in just like a spider perhaps. Uh, So tell me the exact difference. Okay, well a vegetarian, that's the thing, the the definition of vegetarian changes from vegetarian to vegetarian in a much greater way than vegan does. My version was um, I don't eat meat, I don't eat any dead flesh of any animal, which goes down to um, crustaceans and mollusks, except on my birthday, when I'm allowed to have clam chowder or shrimp, because that's how my vegetarianism was defined. It was completely logical to me at the time. All right. Now, a vegan is someone who uh, not only rejects eating flesh, but um, as a dietary thing, rejects eating uh, you know, anything taken from an animal, anything where an animal is used to produce it, so obviously milk, uh, eggs, um, and honey, which, you know, bees are are honey. used to produce that, but also... Whoa, 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 whoa. Are, Okay, so... See whoa. now? All right. Honey, all right.
0: Well, I, you because uh, I always think of honey as this organic, natural thing that hippies right. love, and sure. you put in your tea, and but it's not vegan because you're stealing it
1: from the bees, right? That's true. And let me just say that, um, you know, your position as the vegan sympathizer is you, you're being... Just true to yourself, whereas I have a a kind of a task that I have to be the friendly vegan. I have to be the vegan that could potentially convert the vegan sympathizer. Um, And so I have, it's like I have to walk not on eggshells, of course, but on these uh, perhaps metal shavings that you might find in a metal shop. Maybe Um, like eggplant shells. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) they have shells now. Yeah. So I wouldn't know because I do not eat... Egg. That's the kind of vegan I am. I don't eat any of those things and eggplant. Those, That's the thing that... That's right. what I won't eat. But as the friendly vegan that's supposed to help draw people in, I'm supposed to not mention honey right at the outset. So uh, right. I shouldn't have done that because that makes people say, Honey? What? All right. What well, we'll You
0: know, we'll, I know that you listed that as a topic of future conversation. Exactly. Insect, See, where did
1: I put it? Insect-related... It yeah, see, I put it at, at 15. I wanted us to get through 14 podcasts before right. that even came up. <laughs> All, right. So. All right. Well,
0: you're, you seem pretty hardcore about certain aspects of it, um, like the language of it. I, I, you don't even like the word humane, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Um, no, I mean, I avoid using humane. humane and... That sounds like
0: a good thing, but it's, right. it's like what? It's like human-centered? Like, it's it just it's humane. Any
1: situation in which you're using the word humane means that there is a power relationship that is being managed in what we would consider to be the best possible way. But it's a power relationship where um, you know, one sentient being is using another sentient being and i'm my point is that in that situation way. should not be happening so making it more humane doesn't really help
0: maybe humane is like evil how so if if and if the people are 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 killing the animals in a humane way then that's an evil way <laughs> wow. That's a whole, there's a whole other aspect to that. Imagine thing. that an alien race came to Earth and they decided to imprison all the people and farm us and kill us and eat us, right. but then they decided to do it in a nicer way and say they were called the, like, the, the Quigleys. Then they would say they
1: were doing it in a more quiggly way. Right. That would be like bad. Well, from our perspective, yes, but they would talk to their, their fellow aliens and the more credulous among those aliens would, yeah. would not only believe that, but they would say, I'm going to pay more money so that you can do that and I'll, I'll help that happen and I'll feel a little better about myself now because I'm, I'm helping to increase the amount of quiddliness in the universe.
0: But you are doing out. You you are putting yourself out there. You're doing outreach. You're doing the, this tour, and you do a show, right? Yeah. You, you did a, sh- a one man show about vegan stuff that I I didn't want to call a dog and pony show out of respect. Oh really. no, there. Are... And was I called a potato and lentil show? Okay, that's fine. That's perfect. And um, but you you're trying to expand the. And that's why I thought we should do this. You're trying to expand or are you are you trying, you know, are you trying to get more people like who are curious like me like who wants to sort of explore the dark arts of vegetarianism?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really two goals that that have the same uh, logistical thrust, which and the two goals are to one is to have a vegan world, which I think would be good for humanity. Um, and the other is simply to always uh, have fewer and fewer animals being exploited by humans. Um, and having uh, people eat vegan food in situations where they would otherwise eat non-vegan food, that to me is getting that that goal of having fewer animals be exploited, that's furthering that. Um, and I think that there's really no downside to having vegan foods be more, uh, be more adopted by, yeah. by the masses, so to speak. It's,
0: it's more choices even if, if you don't do it exclusively, right? There you go. I wanted to test milk because it was sort of my easy way in. I, I, I don't know. I don't think I'll have a real hard time giving up normal milk or what you might call cow milk, right?
1: I actually prefer to call it calves milk. Calves milk because that's what it is. It's that's who actually has a right to milk. Oh, it's, it for is, the, for the it's, it's for the calves. It's for the calves milk that otherwise a calf would be drinking because that's what it was made for. But yes, ca- you feel free to call it cow's milk or cow milk. Okay. If you like. I do like having the apostrophe there to indicate possession because I like Dude. just having things in your face. But you like right, and you like having people think
0: about the animal
1: Well again not I, I mean our mainstream culture has worked very hard to to disconnect off so products. that it doesn't
0: well, when you're yeah. a little kid, you eat chicken, and then you see a chicken, and, you, and your parents are like, that's the same thing. And you're like,
1: no, it isn't. Right. Chicken is one of those things that we use the actual word. But, for example, pigs, we call pork. Cows, we call beef. Right. Yeah. You know, sheep, mutton, all this. But we've come up with all these words as though once we've made it into something to eat, it's no longer that same right. kind of animal. And so I like to bring that back to kind of— just say cow's milk, Right. Yeah.
0: Well, so well, as opposed to like goat's milk or other mammals like whales. Whale milk, yeah. Well, you didn't bring any today. I'd love to try whale milk because um, it would be so big. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there controversy in the word milk being used for non dairy products? Well, yes.
1: In fact, you know that there is. Now, don't play stupid with No, people. I, I, yes, just, I don't know all person. the details,
0: but no. I mean, I know. I mean, my my sense is, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the shelf, and it's almond milk, oat milk, cashew, hemp, um, coconut, soy. I mean, it's like, are are the are people just going around like picking shit up and saying, hey, do you think we could milk this? <laughs> you know, could we?
1: Well, yeah. I mean. Having a milk. First of all, the word milk does not necessarily mean something that is a lactal secretion. It's been, I mean, coconut milk. Uh, milk you know, doesn't has existed milk and magnesia, but um, milk also just means a creamy milk, drink. It doesn't mean breast. Yeah, I mean the Romans. Uh, I forget in the like around uh, nine hundred or uh, maybe eleventh century were making almond milk. And calling it milk, so there was. Uh, and again, as with a lot of things with veganism, uh, they had a
0: historically is because they couldn't get access. They to had it. different words for everything, though.
1: Well, they <laughs> did that.
0: I thought that for this experiment and this taste test portion of the podcast, I would um, um, get different uh, four different um, alternative milks in the three primary. Applications of milk, which is one just a drinking it straight, which nobody really does Drink a cup of milk unless you're a little kid. I uh, last time I drank a whole glass of milk was maybe in college When I was just kind of mowing down a, a rack of fig newtons, you know, sure um, one is coffee and I brought some coffee and one is cereal so I brought some cereal and spoons. I brought some um, corn pops, and um, so there was a little sweetness. But I got all unsweetened milks, so I didn't want to cheat on the taste because I wanted to see how, how
1: they really taste. Um, so well, now let me just break in real quick on that notion that you're getting by buying the unsweetened variety, you're getting like the most basic version of each milk, which I guess is is true. But each of, all of these milks have like you know different emulsifiers and things that have been added to this. It's not like you just took you know some oats and water and blended it up. They're all things that that have different things and cow's milk does have natural sugars in it so you're going to find that these are not going to taste if you're expecting it to taste just like... Yeah I it taste good.
0: I want it to be a good substitute.
1: good. People feel like they're right there. I'm shaking the cashew milk.
0: We're now pouring our sample milks. And yeah. Alright, so this first one, um, I pour two cups of almond, organic almond, Malk. It's this called Malk. Yeah. That's
1: the brand. Okay. I say Malk, but I've never heard the people who made it say it, so I don't know. You say Malk? Yeah, it's just, it seems like it requires less effort than Malk. Malk, yeah. Have to, you have to Work your jaw more today, Malk. Malk. Just
0: it know, is, it is, yeah. it's a cool bottle. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chug this. Alright, me too. Oh. Mmm. This is like something you have to eat to prep for surgery. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> okay. No, I mean, that, that tastes yeah, a little good. bit like licking paper. Okay. The the cup was was tastier than the the, the almond milk,
1: <laughs> and again,
0: normally right. almond
1: milk would have some added sugar in it.
0: But okay, so maybe that's not what I'm going to drink straight up. What mm-hmm. what else do we have here?
1: Okay, we also have coconut hemp milk, which I've never had, but which also is unsweetened and will probably coconut hemp milk. Taste okay, bad. hemp has- being the uh, like they use it to make rope. Here's the thing about hemp. Um, we need, in our, in our diet, we need omega-6s and omega-3s, and we need them in the right ratio to each other. We need, um, and with the food that we eat, we normally get way too much omega-6 and not enough omega-3. Hemp happens to have the perfect balance of omega-6 to omega-3. It's like the perfect food if you ate nothing but hemp. It's like a, 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 a fiber. It is a fiber, yes. Right. Okay, so,
0: hemp milk, this won't make me go schizo, right? Well, I can't promise. Right. Okay, it has a little more flavor, it's got a little more... Yeah, it almost works. Alright, All right. well, I, I like the coconut hemp milk. I'm would. i I'm looking forward to trying that in this, in this cereal.
1: Yeah. Um, okay,
0: think...
1: what do we do next? Alright, now we have the darling of the moment. Oat milk. Oat milk. milk. This is from Califia Farms. Califia Farms, okay. Or we should say okay. that that coconut hemp milk was from Tempt. Tempt. Of course, milk is its own. Milk. None, none of these um, brands are
0: paying us to be included. In fact, I paid to get them at <laughs> the store. That's crazy. I bought them. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going to try the oat milk. Oat so milk, again, okay. Unsweetened. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. uh, God. This is, this is exactly, the first time I sipped oat milk it, I had the same reaction. It was like, so this is what nothing tastes like.
1: <laughs> it tastes a little like oats. Hmm. I can taste the oat note.
0: So, yeah, that was okay.
1: okay. It, was, it
0: was, it was, it was, um, acceptable. I don't know, okay. I, I wouldn't drink, it. I wouldn't drink that straight. I would, I would, I would, I would kind of pretty it up. All right, now, uh, the fourth milk we have here to test is a big carton of cashew, silk cashew milk.
1: Cashew milk,
0: yeah. Cashew milk, it says with a touch of almond, so we're doubling it. Oh, with a touch of almond, all right. Yeah, all right. Let's give it a taste. Yep.
1: Ah. Hmm. That's a Roasted flavor. It does, it does.
0: It's almost like if you, like, open up a nut, and just ate the shell. <laughs> Should we do cereal next or coffee?
1: You're the sympathizer. Alright, let's do cereal.
0: I, 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 let's try this oat milk with the cereal, the okay. corn pop. I, I didn't, I was gonna get oat cereal and then I thought, well, if you put oat milk in oat cereal, could this cause some kind of rift in the universe And and, and and I, this oat cereal, I think, would look at the oat milk and be like, what happened to you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that could happen, yeah.
0: So I got corn cereal as a kind of compliment. So now that corn cereal has been soaking in this oat milk, how do
1: you... Yeah, this cereal, for me, provides the missing sugar that was needed.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't that's fine. This is I can, you know, wet my cereal with just about anything. I think this works. That's
1: the thing. For cereal, the milk is really just a a vehicle. It's not
0: It's just for floating the floating the cereal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that oat milk was good with cereal. With um with the cor- right. corn pop. Let's try the um the almond, which I didn't love drinking. Okay. I didn't love drinking that. Hmm. Mm. Hmm.
1: It's all right. Still tastes kind of
0: weird. Sure. I'm gonna now. What? Let's try this coconut. Um, okay. Because I like yeah. the I like this even straight up. So it with with sugary cereal, it should be great. This coconut hemp milk. Oh,
1: it's very sweet. See, that's the thing. That the amount cereal. The cereal has such a presence that mm-hmm. you don't want something that's going to kind of fight with it and right. have prominence in your mouth. So oat oh, is still winning. And we didn't bring soy. Didn't bring soy, which used to be the only kind of. Non dairy milk, you could get. I mean, that many hippies across decades had on their cereal, and it's terrible on cereal because it's too cloying. It's too, the texture of it is too, it just clings to the cereal on all sides, and it has more of a, it still has like a little bit of a beanie flavor that it's working against. So, all these are probably better than (laughs) than soy. Yeah, that That was was a
0: coconut helmet. So that was a that was a little much, I think. I still like the oat oat better, but now let's try the cashew cashew milk with cereal. Oh, hmm. okay. I had a weird kickback. Plus, this one is so gray; it's just weird. (laughs) It makes the cereal look sad.
1: I oh, would also say the cashew milk is silk, so that we know that was a silk cashew. Milk.
0: Yeah, that's it's very gray. I mean, I, I you know to, to tell you the truth, I would take my cashews just like as cashews. Yeah. So I think I think for for cereal, I like the oat milk the best in terms of unsweetened.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to test my own
1: samples. Okay. I'm
0: going to test the cashew milk with coffee.
1: Okay.
0: It looks kind of um. It's kind of got a latte
1: look to it. Okay. Um Yeah. Now see it didn't light how much did you put in? It didn't lighten it very much. That's one of the things that you want
0: Yeah, no, I don't need, need it to too light. To I don't need it too light. Look at the oat milk, it got a little curdly. Okay. Oat milk works, yeah that's fine. Okay. Milk, oat milk with coffee is okay. I mean, ah, I, I don't mind black coffee either. Okay, this is the coconut uh, milk with coffee. Yes. Yeah. This is... Co- uh, is it? That should be interesting.
1: Mm.
0: You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's got a, its own flavor, So, and I
1: don't love flavored coffee. That's one of the problems with coconut. <laughs> that's right. It can be used in these applications, but it almost always brings along it does. that coconut. It's it a does. strong
0: flavor. And so now we have the almond, but you say we shouldn't
1: use almond milk in coffee? Well, I again I haven't tried milk in coffee, so I don't maybe that's what it was originally conceived for because Oh no, that it, tastes bad for some reason. Yeah. It brings out how old this coffee is from this morning. <laughs> All Right, but, to compare and contrast, you should try some soy and some almond creamer. So, how are you gonna? Where are you gonna put those? All right, I'm gonna dump this. I'm gonna put some so. coffee with some. Um, now, what's the difference between creamer? What's this creamer that you're bringing? Uh, the creamer, I, it has. Well, for one thing, it has sugar. Okay. <laughs> it also, has uh, pea protein. Mm. Pea protein. Pea protein. Very big nowadays. No what?
0: Oh, it's sugary. Okay. Yeah, no, that works. It, it kind of turns it into a, a sugary coffee drink.
1: Well, yeah. But it's not just the added sugar in that. I I think it's, okay. it's a different texture. It's a heavier, it is. heavier it's, texture, texture. Right. Almond milk really fails to bring to the table. Um, right, it does. And that's done through the extra...
0: Um, endorphins and pea bodies. Okay, um, and then you brought some soy creamer. That's right. Just
1: to just to finish things off. Sure. We're gonna do it. And this may be too much for you. This is what I. Soy creamer is best. So what what do you do you, do you, do you put anything
0: in coffee, and what do you put this?
1: Yeah, I I put this and sugar, but. You know, now right. that I've been having some of these unsweetened things, I'm like, you know, I, maybe I could go without that. Um, okay, I'm gonna take a sip of this. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's legit. Okay, silk dairy free soy creamer. There's a
1: silk yeah. You know, the other the almond creamer was Nestle okay. Coffee Mate Natural Bliss. Almond uh, creamer.
0: When we so. get those little um when you get those little um Pouches of creamer that they have yeah that are what is that because they you can leave them out on the counter without Refrigerating them for like a year or whatever. Yeah, what is that
1: you mean the powder not the you mean the liquid ones that are in the Yeah, the liquid ones. Yeah, can you
0: those you are, really are, should are leave those, those out day. on the
1: counter for a year? Yeah. That's a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh,
0: those are actually dairy.
1: Oh They're all dairy. Yeah, oh. I mean the thing that they share with each other and with milk is casein and that's the that's like this main milk protein that that gives milk and milk products a particular texture and um, it's hard to mimic and that's why for a long time uh, alternative milks either some of them actually had casein and they also made cheese with casein um, and then they started moving away from that because there was they realized that there was a market that they were just kind of cutting themselves oh, yeah. off from. However, Coffee Mate, which calls itself a non-dairy creamer, um, and many other non so-called non-dairy things, they also have casein in them to this day. So, those are, uh, that's like one of those things for a new vegan that you're like, yeah. alright, well, I'll just get the non-dairy stuff, and then, you're like, well, why this says it has milk in <laughs> it? Uh-huh. Because, again, in the you know it's the a mainstream a world it's, it's a bad thing for vegan products to misuse language by calling themselves milk, but regular, you know, cattle industry products can go ahead and call themselves non dairy even though it is dairy, because that's the level of the different levels of regulation of that labeling that, that we have. So fascinating. I didn't (laughs) want it to be fascinating. I wanted it to be an indictment of of (laughs) inequities in our society. Yeah,
0: I'm starting to feel a little bloated. Um, (laughs) Well, this was interesting. So, here's, I guess, um, I like the oat milk for um, cereal, right? Yeah. The coconut for drinking. And for coffee, um, the creamers with the soy creamer, right?
1: Yeah. So now I have to buy three different things. Well, you know that's that's just life, Don. That's how it is. It really makes
0: you question your foundations. You know, like who says coffee needs milk? I mean, why we've been brainwashed, right?
1: Oh. Well, that's okay. I'm going to spin that around. That's one of the advantages of veganism and or vegan eating anyway. That to a degree you're forced to try different approaches and different varieties and get kind of more at, why do I eat this this way, or why do I combine these two things, and you have an, uh, an opportunity to uh, to find out things about your own tastes and about the different things that are available that you usually wouldn't, there yeah. would be no reason to go and find it. Yeah,
0: so we'll do that, you know, um, future episodes, we'll, we'll look at other foods, and we'll, um, I, as, a, as a vegan sympathizer, myself, I'm the thing I'm looking for is ideas, you know, um, recipes, you know, ways to, to, to um, um, not eat uh, meat and, and,
1: and find something that I like instead. So, uh, but are you actually looking for recipes? Because I have to point out that you are a man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. Okay, I'm, and maybe I'm speaking too generally here, but it's certainly the case with me and with most of the men I know that we resist using recipes even though say we want recipes the actual sitting down like having to follow the step by step thing and not miss one step is like
0: ah yeah you know nobody wants to be told what to do
1: well hopefully we can we'll be able to talk about food enough that just the ways to to combine it people will be able to extrapolate for their own purposes yeah yeah
0: um all right well i know you um you know One of the reasons I like to work with you is you have so many different skills and talents and I know you're a composer, a songwriter, a musician, and I thought maybe you could write a theme song for the show, maybe the opening song. Yeah. Um, So what do you think?
1: Well, if we're talking about this and people are listening to the podcast, I mean, they'll have already either heard it or they'll know that just some yeah. off-the-shelf thing has been used instead, oh, right. and they'll say, "Boy, poor Vance, he doesn't realize that they never did use that song that he was going to write." No, let's even do though this he thing poured his heart into it.
0: Let's let's listen to it now. Okay. He's not
1: Hey, that was great. That is great. I have to admit, that's one of the best podcast themes I've say, ever heard. You know,
0: I, I wasn't sure you were going to do a good job on that. <laughs>
1: well, now you know, and now you'll never doubt me again on anything that I say.
0: All right, and you know that I, um, years ago, did a, um, a, 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 an appropriate song myself that I played on the guitar and, and sang um, called Animal vs. Vegetable that I think would be a good closing oh, yeah yeah theme song um if it's okay you know
1: yeah all right so what now we should we should go out to animal versus vegetable right yeah yeah you know we'll, we'll be
0: back with another episode and in, uh and in, in this is a uh, vegan sympathizer
1: boom um, you know we really should have a a tagline though other than just saying this is vegan sympathizer
0: oh yeah okay what do you want to say
1: well, like on Vegcast, I used to say, "Get out there and live like you mean it." As it was always the last thing I would say before the mu- music oh, swelled. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But obviously, you don't want to use that. But uh, just I don't know. It's a. But you don't have to have it for the first show because that'll be one of the things that makes the first show so unique. It's like Star Trek with yeah. the old uniforms or the Major Barrett being number one. You know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You yeah, there should, tag there should be
0: a tagline,
1: there should be a tagline, like, what is it for? Um, well, it's, what? what is the tagline for?
0: Yeah, like, no, wait, what should it be? Like, oh, for the curious
1: carnivore, or something. Um, yeah, it could, yeah. Don't be furious, be curious. You love the meat,
0: now don't love it. <laughs>